That's gonna be an episode. Go. <laughs> what? Stop! Don't laugh. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. I'm calming down. One, two, three, go. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our podcast. Me and the girls. Today we'll be. I don't like that. Wait, can we Hold stop? On. Look at this nigga. <laughs> uh, when I can't start recording, you just gotta keep going. Okay. One, two, three, go. What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in to our podcast, The Girls and Me. Today, we'll be giving you our daily dose of hot topics, um, hot topics that we'll touch on, and hopefully you enjoy. But first, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Jerrica. I'm Ashanti. Yeah. And I'm P. Hey, and get ready to <laughs> tune in. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Oh. I hate her. All right. So t- this week, of course, we have to start with our Women Crush Wednesday. And that is me. So, and I lost her information. Boom. Tamika Mallory. Do y'all know who Tamika Mallory is? Yes. I do not. Okay. So Tamika Mallory, she's you've seen her like on Instagram because she's like a, she's an activist and an organizer. And she's like one of you've seen her because she's been giving speeches like at the uh, like all the trials and when they're out there protesting, she's like a black woman that's out there giving all these different speeches and uh, standing up for feminism and women and and people getting shot unnecessarily. And the reason I wanted to give it to her is because she has a book that's coming out. Let me get the title. It's called State of Emergency: How We Win and the Country Rebuilt. And her foreword is by Angela Davis, who is a legendary like yeah. activists and Cardi B. And why I thought that was dope is <laughs> because... Cardi B? Yeah, because you, I thought that was dope because of one, one of two things. She grew up in New York. She Her parents were activists. And at an early age, she start, She saw her parents out there protesting and organizing. And she latched onto that and hasn't stopped since she was a kid. And I just like that representation. You know, the things that we do... As parents, I'm not a parent yet, but the things that we do as parents, I feel like your kids pick up on and the fact that her parents is doing that and this is her career now is just dope to me. Yeah. And I like how she gave that because anybody, a four from Angela Davis is like ridiculous. Like Angela <laughs> Davis is like legendary. Yeah. Black Panther movement. Like, and for you to also go on the opposite side of that and get something from Cardi B, who people look at Cardi B like she dumb and she get up. Mm-hmm. But Cardi B really be saying some shit. Like, she's not as dumb as people say. Like, she talks about politics and things happening. And so I like that she gave her that chance to be looked at in a different light. Okay. And for me, as a Black woman who hasn't probably done as much organizing as I would like to do or as much activism, I just think that anyone that puts themselves in that setting and stands up for what's right and for us and risking your life, risking yes. your your child's life, your livelihood. Because I'm sure she get death threats and all type of stuff. And being a mm-hmm. forefront to make things right for us, I just think that's dope. But I think that she should be applauded and rewarded for that. And she young, yes. she's like 40. So she's not mm-hmm. even like an older yeah. lady. We can relate to her and what she goes through her struggles. So shout yes. out to Tamika Mallory. Yes. Let's give her a round of applause. Yes, yes. You I saw her on drink. Tra- I saw her on drink champs too. So, oh yeah, cool. hanging she with the fellas. Sh- 
talking that she. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into our question of the day, which Pete will be presenting. Come on, show us what you got. Well, y'all know I always come with some random stuff, but, <laughs> um, you know, I mean, talking about, you know, activism and like you said, it takes a very brave person to step out, you know, and it takes someone brave to be vulnerable too, you know, to be open like that. So we're being vulnerable. We're opening up ourselves here on this show. So I just wanted to go on and jump into something to hit you in your gut right off the back. So my question is, okay, well, it's kind of like a combination of questions. <laughs> like once you get always hit us it, with the double questions. Be like, some, okay, and so if I'm that's a no, then this. That's the thing. Okay, so has size gotten in the way of sexual liberation? And do you feel that you are sexually liberated? Go. Who want to go first? Let's go. Full of shit. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Wait a minute. It has like this, like my, like my size. Let's do both. His or size, their size, your their size, pe- like his penis, all of them. Like, all of them. You know, I like big niggas. I like a big dude. Okay, <laughs> I'll answer first. Okay, has size gotten away from sexual liberation? Do I feel like I'm sexually liberated? Um, let me answer the second one. I feel like I am, and here's why. I okay. feel like, for the most part, not everything. I am pretty much down for some shit. I like a lot of shit that may. I don't know if it's weird, but that's people probably wouldn't expect from me. Okay. And in the bedroom, the boudoir, I'm ready for some action. So whatever, oh. whatever's going on, I'm ready for it. Um, as far as size, for the majority of my life, I've been a big body girl. So <laughs> you just gotta, you gotta just, you gotta drink your water, take your vitamins, and and go for it. Get that adrenaline get inside of you. <laughs> and, um, and I like bigger guys. As far as men are concerned, I like a bigger guy. So, <laughs> or thick. Let me not say fat. I like a bigger guy. So I feel like not really. Maybe you know what? Maybe maybe in a way that I don't haven't realized yet. Because I think I don't know if I've ever been with a guy that was like small to where he did different you. things. She said, "Them bones hit." <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never. I've, I don't think I've ever been with a guy intimately that was super small. That I was like, "Oh, them little niggas guy." I've never been with a small. Dude. <laughs> all of the thicker dudes that I've been with, they was jamming. They weren't tired. You know, the, the stereotype is that you get tired or that they mm-hmm. just want you. No, I ain't never experienced that, shot. So, I ain't never tired. <laughs> I don't think that. I don't know. Now, as far as size of their. I think that <laughs> big D energy. I, do, hey, I feel like I feel like there is a difference you when it's big and when it's not as big. Because I think if it's not as big, they're putting in extra work and it's they put in a lot of work with that oral because they like let me ah. which is it's two different orgasms and it's not the same, sir. So thank you for that. But <laughs> the penis is different. But I don't, as long as you know what you're doing, I'm not even that girl that's like, you, you gotta be huge. Nah, cause sometimes <laughs> them things be too damn big. And I'd be like, look, Bad my vagina up. is not ready. And I don't have sex consistently. 
I feel like this is a lot of information. Never mind. I'm done. Nobody else is. I was about to get into it. Nobody else is. Tell us all. Right. <laughs> this is going out to the public. I can only say so much. Go ahead. I mean, since I asked the question, I'll go last. It's, it's only proper and professional for me to go last. Answer. So, Jerrica, go ahead. Okay, who it is? Well, uh, I ain't saying no names, so I'm, I'm no fine. Names. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as size with me, I can relate straight, and I've always been on a little thicker side, <laughs> but I ain't never had no problem. <laughs> hey, tell them. <laughs> and I ain't never had a complaint. <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 uh, and, but straight and on my end, I have, well, one of my exes, Back in the day, he was like skinny, but it was not a problem. He had that dirt, so, <laughs> so it worked out. It worked out perfectly, you know. And even when let's you know fast forward to just play a couple of years ago, when I went back up to him, he had a wrong with men weight on. That's what he used to call it, that wrong which I Love, yeah. I, love. I do love a man with some meat on his bones, y'all, because I ain't no slim chick. I'm thinking <laughs> extra on the side. So I love a man with some meat on him. But you know what? Even though he had gained that weight, he was still putting it down. Like nothing changed. Oh man. Ooh. I think sometimes stamina kick. I think it's confident for dudes, yeah. and from yeah. what I've t- been told, if they got they gotta have the confidence and it's some sort you gotta your stamina. So even if you put on weight. You might be breathing a little bit heavier. <laughs> but that ain't changed. But nothing. that shouldn't stop, like, you know. Uh-huh. But now I'm curious. Now I gotta see what these little the smaller guys are about. I don't wanna be, I don't know. I feel like they're gonna be doing a lot, child. I feel like you know I mean, even when he was smaller, I don't feel like he did too much. You know, he he's you know, sexually, he was just like like yeah, oh yeah, you know I get a single down my spine. Talk about him, no name. <laughs> <laughs> Look, shout out to you, nigga. She over here trembling. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think. I mean, like you, at the end of the day, it, it depends what you say, stamina, and what you can do. You know, I feel like size can sometimes play a part in it, but if you know what you're doing. And you were able to put me to sleep at night. Thank you. Thank and what you like, because everyone doesn't <laughs> like the same That's shit. True. Everybody don't want to be put into a pretzel and all of that. Sometimes they just want the regular schmegula and let's go to bed. So I think it depends yeah. on what type of that's that's why the second part is: Are you do you feel like you're sexually, sexually liberated? liberated? True. I feel like that that guy he had me doing shit like I probably would never even <laughs> thought to do, you know and. Remember, like for the D challenge. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the D. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> so I feel like y'all just can't even stop smiling right now. Go ahead, Dad. <laughs> well, for me, you know, I mean, I've been different sizes at different times. You know, sometimes, like they say, when you in love, you know, mm-hmm. you put on that little weight. And of course, with the pandemic. I've definitely put on, like, I was on a whole kick where I had lost weight, pandemic, I done put on weight. So I actually asked the guy, I was like, you know, like, what's the deal? Like, how do guys feel? And he was like, guys love all that. Like, y'all be trying to look at love handles and all that. He was like, we love that, like, something to hold on to. So 
that actually boosted my confidence because I feel like you know I'm the, I'm the ish like Say I can give them what they want like I can do it so for me I think I kind of lost my way a little bit with the pandemic you know I felt I, I wasn't in my comfort zone yeah and as far as like sexual liberation let me just go on and bust out the definition you know just for oh, anybody listening and they don't exactly know it's saying that it is knowing what pleases you without being restrained by other people's opinions. So keyword, what pleases you? Some people, they don't even oh, know. Yeah. They just out there, you know, trying Not to feel really. around and you don't have to worry about other people's opinions. So Not do really. I feel like I am sexually liberated? I feel like I'm about 95%. I'm not all the way out there. What's the 5% then? You know, <laughs> is it like being judged about something that you may be into or curious about? And they're going to be like, that's why I was, you know, saying something back to you. Well, my thing is I'm trying to start a new path. And on <laughs> this new path, I'm just trying not to give away all the goods, all the tricks. Mm-hmm. Out to just, you know, and they're not even worth it and they're not even valuing me. So why am I giving you everything? So I, I am kind of restrained. I kind of hold back. And especially if it's with someone where, you know, they, they background, you know, they, they history and it could go somewhere, but you like, eh, I don't know. I see that. what you're saying. Maybe some things you want to maybe want to do, but you're trying to wait for that special someone and or possibly husband to, you know, because you want to trust. Like, exactly. I mean, we talked about this before, like trusting someone to be comfortable with expressing your... You yeah, because like, what if you went to role playing? They not into role playing. Like, I can't stand no boring ass nigga. Look, <laughs> I'm not saying boring that we got to do role playing, but I feel like this. At some point, would you gonna be doing the same thing? So if I if I express like, hey, I'm kind of curious about this or interested in this, we gotta say yes, we doing it. Depending on what it is, but Just hear me out. It. Yeah, me, I feel like me all the time kind of say what they want. You know, in a relationship, exactly. I should be able to be free. I want to be free. in a relationship, especially. I knew that was coming. That scared me, girl. <laughs> you caught it. You in you a relationship because I hit the thing in a relationship. Um. I feel like, especially a good one and one that's lasting, mm-hmm. I feel like we both should say kind of what we're into. And that's why I feel like I said yes, because I'm not judgmental either. Whatever you kind of yeah. tell me, I'm going to either be willing to try it. Now, if it's something crazy, I'm going to say no or think about it. But yeah. I, for the most part, I'm like, because I know what I like. But the other day I was talking to somebody, an ex-child, and I was like, Uh-oh. I was, we was talking and I was like, I like, we was talking about what we, I said, I like this. And they were just kind of like, oh, for like, like, oh, for real, like laughing it off. And to me, I was like, hey, I don't know if I could double back with you because you don't even like what I like. I need exactly. that. I need that to happen in order for me to <laughs> be in it. So, and why is it that men? I guess even with like, say, personal hygiene. I was listening to a podcast, and this um, actually the founder of some um, organic. What is it called? It's called Pretty Pretty P uh, Hypothecary Items. Okay. And she was saying how she was in a relationship with the guy and he just pointed out, oh, you smell funny and it must be you. 
Like, oh, um, maybe it's your musty balls. <laughs> Did you ever think about that? But like guys, they will. Like there are some guys that are very vocal and they'll mm -hmm. tell you different things, but a majority of women won't speak out. They won't say things. So they won't say what pleases them. They just do and what pleases their man. Exactly. Because I even thought at first at one time, like role playing was kind of stupid. But it's like it can be they actually do. funny and it can work off nerves if you all like, you know, joke. If about you it. commit it to, to it. Yeah, It'll it doesn't have to be something like, you know, people think about, oh, I got to put on this sexy outfit and act like this dominatrix. No, it can be whatever nah. you want. You can play like right you're a Jamaican and you're from Jamaica and or you, know, you can crazy. like say you can both go to a bar and you just try to come and talk to me it could be anything simple you can go yes. to Walmart together okay we got to go to the grocery store and you can just act like you just trying to come and talk to me. like it could be something that's as funny spontaneous as that that's you all <laughs> laugh but it's kind of exciting yeah because you like oh this ain't the same person I've been bugging this is Steve so it goes back to the question, do you all feel that you are sexually liberated? I'm still at a yes. I'm, okay. at, I'm not at 100%, but I can say yes, only because... Wait, just, does that make sense? You're well, not well, at 100%. So, I'm not so at 100%. What's your percent? Oh, I didn't yeah, get a percentage. What's percentage? Well, what's your percentage? It's Let me only, it's just one thing, and I'm not going to mm -hmm. put it out there. <laughs> Uh -oh. uh -oh. It's just one thing that me and don't say it. Oh, dude, oh, dude didn't um get to accomplish or whatever because because we had kind of like parted ways, but it was something I was like really interested in because it was something that I hadn't done before, and that's what I liked about him. He he something about he made me so comfortable. Like just being me, like and that's everything. Yeah. That's so important. When he made me like be, and I was completely comfortable with him. And at first, I used to be there with that girl who said no, like I won't even let you ask me. Yet. No, I'm gonna finish it for you. But then I stopped saying no all the times because that's just like my answer to everything. Like I ain't even trying to hear you. I'm gonna say no. But when I stop saying no, y'all, and just being a little more open and experiencing more things with him, yeah. Random, random side note. I heard something mm -hmm. about, and, and then I'll get off this in case someone is out there like, oh, all she wants to do is talk about sex. No. But someone said that like, if you give head and he kind of bruises you up, that like, if you go to the dentist, they can actually see mm -hmm. that like marks what? in your throat. Oh, my <laughs> stress <laughs> So, in case you got a dentist appointment coming up, might want to, um, like, hey, Mimi, after That's the That's interesting because they can see, like, how your neck was stretched. <laughs> Just a thought. Why is that so funny? Random thought. Random thought. That's so crazy. Imagine that, though. <sighs> well, Just put it out know. there. I think. I feel like I'm at 100%, y'all. Okay. I, and I say that because I have done a lot of different things. <laughs> She's a hoe. Oh. Like, and, and I've experimented. I mean, everybody, y'all know my business. That's I've a experiment. I've, I've, I've dipped yeah. in the lady pond. Okay. And I've had multiple partners at once. This, I did some whole shit. I really don't know who my mom was getting. <laughs> 
But so I feel like I had I know edit edit and I don't care. My mama Lisa, it's, it's life. I'm grown. But um, I feel like I am at an age. You know, they say I'm in my thirties. We all are, and they say that at your thirties, this is when you are the most you should be free. Yes. Yeah, and I feel like the last person that I've had sex with, it was lit because I was more free. Oh, shit, that's yes, I was like, uh, what, no like, hey, this what I want, this what I like, this is what I don't. I wasn't as scared to put myself out there in a sense, but I think that comes with comfortability. Like even that yeah. person, we might be more compatible sexually because I feel like they brought something out of me where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, this is mm-hmm. it more than I probably experienced before. So. I feel like, I, I mean, I feel like, yeah, I don't care. Like, I kind of do what I want to do, and you know what I mean? It is what it is, so, yeah. And you said <laughs> that you don't care your mama heard this. You grown. So at what age did y'all feel like, I'm grown? Well, and mentally, I thought I was grown at about 16. <laughs> However, okay. I wasn't really grown until... So maybe I stayed on my own for the first time or something. I don't think even in yeah. college, I didn't feel grown because I was still in college and I was still childish. When I moved back home, I wasn't staying on my own. So I wasn't really grown. And when I first got my own place and had to take care of myself, like bills and stuff, maybe that's like a fist. Like, what's my, I was talking to my mom about this actually. Like, age don't really mean you're grown. It's just. That's true. What responsibilities that you're having you taking care of yourself? Sometimes now I'll be like, man, I feel like I'm living in a dorm room. I still feel kind of like <laughs> childish. You know, I don't feel like my age, like I'm a grown woman, but I am. <laughs> I'm grown as hell. So, yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think what age, maybe, and I, maybe 30, like to be honest. Yeah, maybe. I would just say late, I would say, I mean, like you said, like, of course, I felt like I was grown 16, 18. You couldn't tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, but then life hits you, and you realize, well, bitch, I'm not that grown. You know, <laughs> where my mom and daddy to help, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you I play goodies. Yeah, so, and like, you you right, I can relate in the sense you feel that sense that you're really, really grown when you out on your own taking care of all your shit on your own. So, how old was I? Girl, I don't know. What year is it? <laughs> like, probably like a, I because I moved out officially, officially on my own, my own crib when I lived in Moline Acres like in North County. 2015 or something? About yeah. 14, yeah. Somewhere I was so, how long? Yeah, 14. Seven That's, years Math is not my thing, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's well, that seven. point. So at that point, and maybe a little bit before then, because I was ready, I was just, I didn't take that leap until I was just like fed up with shit, you know, in my my previous, you know, living situation. So I probably say around 25. Let's give it a good 25, y'all. I probably feel like. What makes you wrong, though? What you gonna say? Girl, what you think? Well, no, I was gonna say it was around about 25 because yeah. my mother and I had a plan um, you know, while I was in college, my father actually passed away and some things happened with my parents and I ended up, you know, coming back from college. I actually um, discontinued a friendship with my best friend. We were rooming together in dorms mm-hmm. and I broke up with my fiance at that time and I came back home. My parents were kind of split up. So we lived with my grandmother. So it was like a house full. And 
So after my dad passed away, my mom got another place. I moved with her. And the plan was as long as you're in school, you can live with me and you don't have that much responsibility. And I tried to pay my mom rent. Sometimes she wouldn't take it, but Mm -hmm. she was retiring and I was about to turn 25. I wasn't 25 yet, but I said, by my 25th birthday, I got to get my own place. Like that's it. Like I had already graduated and I decided not to go to graduate school, didn't apply to med school. So I was like, I love you, mom, but I got to go. And that's when I got my own place. And like you said, all them bills came in. But like I was at that point where I was like, I got to make it on my own. Like at 19, I was after my dad passed. I was like, what if my mom passes? I got to be able to stand on my own two feet. So I was in preparation from 19 to 25. Like this is adulthood. Step into it. Do what you got to do. So I feel you on that. I don't realize how hard it is. Like money, imagine your money when you ain't really making nothing for real and trying to pay your rent. You got now you got to have a car. So you got to pay your car. Now you got to pay car insurance. Mm-hmm. You got to pay your bills. You still want to have a social life. You still want to eat like you was eating at your mama house. And it is tough. I used to struggle sometimes. It like, is important though. It, it is. is important to keep your struggling. mentality good. Mm-hmm. I was struggling. It's been times where I was just eating noodles and Polish uh, noodles and hot dogs for two weeks. So I got paid again or like eating, you know, just ravioli, like just really struggling. But my bills were paid. So, I mean, I don't even know if I felt grown then because I think a lot of feelings to me are mental. So it's like yeah. even though I might have been living like a grown woman it doesn't mean that mentally I felt that way. I probably was just going through it. So. I don't know. I don't really know when I know lately I have been like, dang girl, you was grown. You old. <laughs> you like you like taking care of yourself and being yes. being responsible, taking care of your health, taking care of your money, yeah. paying your bills <sighs> on time and not struggling and growing up. Hurt. Growing That's up true. and just like be, becoming a better person. I've been talking about this a lot lately with my mom, just like I want to be a better person. I don't think I'm a yes. horrible person, but people don't realize like the things that you experience or didn't experience in your childhood affects who you are. And I don't think I'm a horrible person, but it's a lot of characteristics that are not cohesive to the lifestyle I want to live when it comes to meeting someone to date or making friends or in work and how I think and operate. And I just want to be better, but that's all a mental thing. Just like a yeah, exercising. Yeah. You can be oh super fat and be like, man, I need to exercise, but then you don't do it. Mentally, you gotta be prepared. So yeah, you do. Maybe I probably just th- just became grown for real mentally. I've probably just, always been like it's a whole another be, level. It's a lot. Like you said, it's hard. Like it is hard. And I've all my problem was. I didn't worry about myself. I was worried about others' well-being. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I'm trying to climb this ladder for me, you know, to to at least achieve my goals. But then you're trying to take care of other people, and that that is a burden. <laughs> I mean, not to say it like that, but it is, and it makes it even harder. But girl, I, like I was planning because when I was in college. I was like, I'm going to give me an apartment. And I was planning. I went and bought all my shit. But <laughs> I didn't, like, go. I didn't take the leap to do it. I was just worried about family 
more so than anything, you know, and um, I was happy when I took that leap because ever since I took that first leap, bitch, I keep leaping. Like, <laughs> easier and easier. Like, <laughs> and it was, it's, you know, it, it's hard being an adult, yeah, paying your bills and reading. And I have been in a position where I was living paycheck to paycheck. That was hard. Like, Whew. damn, you mean to tell me I worked and did all this overtime and I just gotta give it away? <laughs> like that's when that's, that's when niggas get the change in them dependence. 20 people living. <laughs> I need all my money. And yeah. I'm happy. Just, I mean, I'm happy for the experience most definitely because I feel like it helped me become um a better person in a sense when you go through stuff and struggle. It definitely opens your eyes. And so I look at where I was then and I look at where I am now. I'd be like, bitch, I made it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but looking like back, it. looking back, like I'm thinking about, you know, I said the other day it was my niece's birthday. Shout out to her. And hey, she's going to high school. Yeah. Ooh, Lord. And I high said, it's your life. And I said, man, some of the people that I know now and some people I don't even speak to, like I met them at 14 and they had mm -hmm. a big impact on my life. So, yeah. you know, looking back, it's like I'm seeing the past and the future at the same time. And it's like you said, like I got to get on a different mental path. Yeah. I need to elevate my mind. And it kind of reminds me of I was listening to um, DJ Khaled, his um, podcast the first mm -hmm. one and T.I. was talking about how you know we know about his different incidents with jail but what really kind of got my mind you know trying to wrap around the situation was that he said before right before he was like having sentencing or whatever of how much time he's supposed to do the judge actually let him you know record his album and mm -hmm. was like okay after that like you got to turn yourself in and he said during that time, like his mindset changed. Mm -hmm. He was actually sorry for some of the things that you know had happened, or he realized where he was wrong. And he thought the judge was going to be lenient on him and say, "Hey, you know, you kind of already served some time, or you've changed." But the judge was like, "Nope, no, nope. you got to do your yeah. time." So he had to change his mindset again because you know he was going in. You can't go in there all soft. And then mm -hmm. he came out. He was stuck on that mindset. And he came out and you would think somebody with all that money, that status, that, you know, life would be different, but it wasn't. So I thought that was powerful. And like you said, mm -hmm. like I may be taking care of bills and things, but where is my mindset? Mm -hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, I think this is mental health awareness health month. month. Mental, health, yes, it oh, is. There you go. So so we we gotta we gotta change. Y'all know how I feel about mental health and just yeah. therapy and just finding ways to take care of yourself. If you do not take care of yourself, you are not good to anyone. I don't care how nice you may be. I don't care how much money you give them. You will never be fully. And then you won't be fully satisfied. It'll sure. always be something. And you allow people to change your mood. Even like today, I told you I had a horrible day at work. I allow somebody to change my mood. So it's just like that's me. And that we're gonna fail at that because sometimes people are assholes, and you be like, huh. that's true. But <laughs> because I'm knowing who I am now and knowing who I want to be, it's easier Ooh, to deal with the struggles in life. It's easier to deal with people than I probably have dealt with in the past because it's like, okay, I know who I am. This is not what I mm -hmm. want. This is not yeah. what I'm into. 
okay, so how do I adjust that? And I just think, and it's not, and you know, I'm an advocate for therapy, child, but it doesn't always have to be therapy. It could be prayer. It could be meditating. It could be journaling. It could be music. It could be whatever, you know, but a, a way to check out of what's going on around you and tapping in from within to figure out, okay, what is it? Like, what happened in the past? Why am I this way? And what can I do moving going forward? That's like important for me. You can ruin people. You know, like you said, if you're having all these issues and you're not satisfied with yourself, then you could mess up relationships and you could, you know, Mm -hmm. mentally scar other people because you don't love yourself. So how can you love and respect other people? Think about the people you dated and people that might have been miserable or damaged or I want to call call people damaged now, but miserable and heartbroken and sad and and it's like you dealt with that because you like, oh, okay, you know, that I feel for you. I want to be there for you. Hell no, nah, you got to be there for yourself. Now, That's I true. you can't exactly. care about people, but I can't help you fix your you mental should. shit. You need to deal with things. A lot of times mm-hmm. when we go through stuff, we maybe trip off of it, then we put it aside. Oh, you have to deal with it. If it's crying, let yourself cry. If it's being sad, yes. let yourself be sad because you have to get through it. If you do not do that, that's going to haunt you. You're going to keep being sad. You're going to keep being depressed. Excuse me. You're going to keep hurting people. You're going to keep bringing your negative energy, even if you're trying to be positive in other people's lives. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, once you you're realize right. that, you will be like, you know what? This shit, this ain't never a positive conversation. I don't want to talk to you no more. You start you know, realizing who people are. And you taught me that, strain like more than anything, like... And I feel like this pandemic definitely (laughs) forced me to deal with me, you know, Mm -hmm. and that is hard. Like, (laughs) (laughs) why you guys thinking like that? Because you can get on your own nerves. I get on my yeah, like I know I get on mine. I'm so like OCD. I'm so paranoid. I'm so uh, extra. I'm (laughs) so this and that, and so you know, Scorpio girl, yes. And just having to sit in inside and deal with me was hard. And strain, no, I was strained. I'm going crazy. Like, <laughs> like she got some phone calls because I was like really flipping out, especially when the time frame I had came home. Um, when I moved back to St. Louis, it was a lot, like a lot to deal with. And then I got, I started working and then now we in a pandemic and now we're working from home. And it's just like, what the hell? But I'm so grateful for that more than I thought I would be, you know, because it is all mental, all of it. Mm-hmm. You know, them thoughts like, what the fuck? Like, I'm an overthinker. I can't help that. It helps. Like, <laughs> it's just like this whole, like I said, a whole year, last year or whatever, like it just put me in a space to deal with me mm-hmm. and clear my mind. And Strang, you said it perfectly. If you don't help yourself, you're no good to anyone else. Mm-hmm. And that is the realest statement ever because, you know, yeah, I feel like I'm helping this person and that person and money do fix some things, but it don't fix everything. No. And, you know, without me getting on the right track and strain teaching me how to say no, like, <laughs> you know, to say no, no, I'll get back with you. And not always, and you, and I love that now. Like I'm able to say no, or I'm able 
not to respond if I don't feel like answering my phone at the moment. I won't if I don't feel like returning a text message. I won't. Like, if I don't feel like doing something, I, I don't feel like it. I'm tired. I can't do it this weekend. It's okay to take time out for you. Like, yes. sometimes you really legit need a break from everything. Like, just to yeah. you know? Yes. And, <laughs> and I'm grateful for it. So, yeah, mental health is everything. And it is. I need to go to therapy. I haven't got there yet. I be I probably owe strain right now because she like my little therapist. <laughs> Don't send me a bill, friend. Oh, Don't man, send me a bill. <laughs> Look, I take all the things I learn and people ask me questions. This is what you should can do to it. Cause that's and it's not like they, you know, it's not rocket science. You just it's a lot of it is to what you've experienced, your childhood. That's why I asked, like, do y'all know? how your parents met and got together because my mom, we was talking about some other stuff and she recently was like, do I ever tell you how me and your daddy met? Like the full story. And I was just like, I know how y'all met. And she was like, okay. So when she was telling me, I was like, I, didn't, I was like, my daddy was like a nigga. Like they met, <laughs> just to keep making a long story short, they met at a party. Mm. And my mom was like, Smart ran track. I'm going to college. Ain't nothing stopping me from doing none of these things. I don't care who you are. Okay. Gone. So they met at a party. My daddy was like a little nigga. <laughs> I talked to her. She was like gone or whatever. He just kept being persistent. They started dating and whatever. But she was she was at that time. Lindenwood was like far away from the hood. So to her, she was out of town going to school with this just up the street. But. So that was on and off. She said they used to argue a lot. Like they would be on and off. Now my mom's a Leo. My dad a Scorpio child. That don't matter. Oh, oh. Scorpio. So they was on hey. arguing on and off. But my mama said, you know, they'll keep getting back together. He was like her first to everything. And like, but then it was just like, okay, see, I wish she was toxic. All right, cool. Then she was like, she graduated college, got pregnant, and it was like life hit her. And he couldn't really find a stable job. So he joined the military and in mm. order for him to, for me to get benefits from his military, my, they had to get married. So they just got married. It wasn't romantic. I was like, y'all oh. don't even. So they just got married. And my mama was like, she didn't want to be pregnant. So she was mad. It wasn't like, she was like, oh, I'm pregnant. <laughs> and I was like, dang, I wouldn't even like. Surprise! <laughs> When she was telling me how they used to argue and the things my dad used to do and the things that she used to do, I said, I do all of that shit. And it's not <laughs> something that I see. I've never seen my mom and my dad in a relationship because they broke up when I was like three. So I don't remember them being mm -hmm. together. But when she was telling me that, I was like, I was like, mom, I do all of that same stuff when I'm arguing. I said, so I don't know how I, I learned how to argue from y'all. And I probably don't realize that. Yeah. So that's what I mean by everything comes from childhood. Uh -huh. um, even if even if you, because I know with me, I'm a very strong-willed person. When I'm in a relationship, I am very like, oh, 
my feelings. I am that person. Okay, girl, I, I switch. It's okay. <laughs> if I'm in it, I be like, I just love you and I'm in it. And my mom is like that. So it's kind of like I learned all this behavior. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm trying to change bad habits because she hasn't really been in a productive relationship ever. And I don't think that I have. Dang. So it's kind of like I'm getting Just older. Eight. I'm trying to. But who's to it. say what is a productive relationship? Well, I mean, like one that was not toxic. Like my daddy, okay. they was arguing all the time. My little brother daddy was even worse. Then she didn't date anyone. Then the people she dated after that, it was it was never like uh, there was never a good part, if that makes okay. sense. Like, you know, we okay. in love, but I learned something from this. She did, even if she learned something from it, she fell back into the same thing with just somebody different. So okay. but I feel like with me, I keep meeting the same people, just different bodies, different shapes, different forms. Oh, they all cancers. So and I hate to use Zodiac, but it's the same shit. I keep, and I'm like, is God trying to say, bitch, I told you to, to stand <laughs> up for yourself or I told you to make better choices and I just keep picking the same people and I get hurt because I'm trying to be understanding. So, uh, do you, so what, do, so I don't know if y'all know the story of y'all parents and we, you know, I ain't even had to tell all my mom business, but <laughs> do you know how they met? How, were they in love? Was it a beautiful relationship? How they broke up? Like, what are their arguing styles? Do you remember, even if you don't know, if they never well, told you? Well, mine, it was kind of, she's kind of giving me bits and pieces over the years, yeah. not the whole story. Um, <laughs> you know, my background, my grandmother, when she was alive, she was a pastor, but she wasn't a pastor just yet, but they were in church. And it's hard for me to believe my dad was in church because he did, he's, he wasn't in church when I was around and he did so many things, but he was very spiritually gifted. Okay. Which, which that's a whole nother story. But so actually, you know, a lot of you hear people back in the day, we worked at state hospital. So my grandmother, my mother's mother and my father's father, both of them worked at state hospital together. And Mm. My both of my grandmothers, they were like, "Oh, I got a son. Oh, I have a daughter. Oh, they're that's a that's age. really cute. That's like a movie, like cute." And they were all in the same church, and they grew up in an old school church where sometimes they didn't even want like, you know, boyfriend and girlfriend sitting mm-hmm. next to each other and all that stuff. But they eventually, you know, my grandmother. Well, actually, she told me my grandmother actually, my mother's mother gave my dad her phone number. Didn't even tell my mom yet, mm. but gave the phone number. They eventually started talking. But my mom, she said that she wanted to go to school, get her degree before having children. And she did that. So, and and I don't have any mm. children right now, but I did go to school. Me too. I have my degree. <laughs> but my mom and dad, like their styles is crazy because my mom, she said she purposely wanted to give us a balance because like I told y'all my dad was very raw and he Mm. spoke his mind and he said exactly what he felt and my mother she it wasn't that she didn't speak her mind because she did she used her words very well but she was a type where she didn't say shut up she didn't curse she and you know she would just tell us hush your mouth I never heard my mother curse a day in her life but my dad was the opposite he would curse any and everybody out even little kids (laughs) he was equal (laughs) opportunist everybody got it 
And I think that's where some of my rawness comes from. In some relationships, some guys have told me, you're too hard on me. And I'm like, mm, what? And or, or they say, you try to act like you so hard, you so tough, but I'm just, I'm I very am. direct. No, I, I say what I feel. And, 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 I can and it's very, a period at the end. It's no I, question. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I feel very opinionated, but sometimes mm. my opinion can come over very strong. And some men that I've gotten with, they don't want to hurt my feelings or they in some type of way, you know, they don't always tell me the whole truth because they know what type of opinion or what words that I come across. And both mm. of my parents were actually the same sign. They were both Virgos. Oh, they did shit. not back down. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and not to oh, put business out there, but one time my parents, like they when they argued, they would shut the door. You couldn't hear anything, you didn't see anything, but you knew uh -huh. when that door was locked, like it was going down. And so my dad, he was gonna leave the house and he tried to jump in the car and leave. My mama came down them steps and jumped in the car with him. So I was like, You going to get gangster. You think you want to leave this house, sir? Not today. Say, and that's what I've heard. Like my ex-boyfriends, they like, you a pretty thug. Like you look mm -hmm. at her, you think she all nice, but let her get some boots on. So. on <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, my dad, he I, and I know this from him being my stepmom. He was a man, I'm gonna go. And I am that girl. You know what? I'm, nigga, I'm out. <laughs> she put up go. I'm out. I'm out of here. Like, you're not, we're not about to be, especially, we're we not about to go back and forth. And then my mom, she's very matter of fact, very like dismissive sometimes. And she knows Actually, it all. She knows it you? all. That's me. When I'm arguing, I know every I know everything that's ever been said in life. <laughs> actually, what you said was this. I didn't say it like that. Actually, my mama cut thing. people off. She <gasps> like when she's arguing, like if you, like you know how, and this this is why I'm trying to grow. Now you argue with somebody and they say something, you be like, that's not even what I said. Why do you have to interrupt them? Let them say they part. Like I got that from my <laughs> so mom. Ignorant. So I got that and I got the I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Like, that's my daddy. And I do both of those things. And it's like, y'all caused me to be this toxic. And I really just wanted to be a girl that just lives her life. It's y'all fault. <laughs> and I'm not taking no blame for that. <laughs> but I will say before you go, Jigga, if you ask your parents or your moms and your dad, Jigga, ask them questions. My mom has been giving me all these stories. And I'm like, damn, I didn't even know. Yep. You never know. Your parents were us. Mm -hmm. oh, absolutely. And probably my mom worse did say back her then, 30s. they was out here smashing. We was, you know, they back then it was more free to do whatever, like mm -hmm. or your grandparents, whoever your old aunties would ask them questions about stuff because my mom was telling me these stories. I was like, whoa. I just I didn't look at her. I just looked at her like a regular girl, like a woman, like, oh, okay, you know, well, let me lay off on you. I'd be hard on you, but it was just a woman trying to find something out here because you know your daddy was yeah. trash. So yeah. My mom said her 30s were the best time of her life. So, hey, Still maybe we on to something. Oh, dang. <laughs> My 30s have been very rewarding and liberating and yeah. helpful, but I'm waiting okay. on like that. A big bite. Yeah, I, I ain't hit that quite yet. I got time, but I don't know. How do my parents to me? Well, uh, I know because they're from Mississippi. Both of my parents are. So okay. basically, oh, they met there. I didn't know them. Yeah, they um, met Mississippi. They're both from there, and like 
their siblings knew the other person's siblings. So mm-hmm. like one side lived on one side of the road and it was this field that separated them. Cause when we started going down or we used to run across this little field back and forth to each grandparent house, life was lit. But, um, <laughs> so you had my mama family on one side, my dad, a family on the other side. And it's just this big road. And like, um, my dad brothers used to hang out with my mom brothers and one of my uncles, he was like a motorcycles and art and stuff like that. So their families knew each other. And they went to school with each other. And I believe it's a story. I thought I think they were at school and they were like playing duck duck goose or something. My dad chose my mom or the other way around, something like that. So like my dad had like a crush on my mom for I don't know how long, but all I know, but that's weird. Well, I don't want to put that on here. But anyway, but yeah, they just they were from the same town. They knew each other. The family knew each other. And you just kind of um, ended up together. Yeah, I ended up together and moved to St. Louis. Thank goodness. But mm-hmm. yeah, and the rest is history. They got some raggedy ass kids. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they just, uh, you know, they were together for some time. I mean, my whole childhood, they didn't part ways until like the end of my senior year in school. Okay, yeah. So, and it was like in 05. So they were together for quite some time, like my whole childhood. That's a long time. I remember one time my dad tried to get back with my mom. I was probably in fifth grade or middle school and I was like nah not interested <laughs> it just wasn't because I felt like have you, oh this is another thing my mom said that my dad even up until he pretty much passed away he always would call her be, try to get with a flirt with her before he got married he told her look I ain't gotta marry her I'm trying to be with you now who that sound like in my life oh my god that nigga. I never knew my daddy because my dad when he when my dad stayed in Arkansas, he would call. I didn't even know him. My mama was on the phone. He my mama said, Oh, your dad called for you. So I didn't know they was booze or you know, whatever like that. Yeah. I said, Ma, she was like, Ma, she was like, your dad, I was like the one that got away loving his life. Like I had his only child, like his baby Mike. He just would never, it don't matter what was going on, he would always call me, call you, like, he would just always have something flirty to say, like, it was never, like, I was, she said, but I didn't want to be with him, because I was like, no. I said, child, if that ain't the, that's, okay, it's cute. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Only because it's your parents. Only because it's my parents. And who knew my daddy was like that? What I remember from my dad, because I don't remember much, unfortunately, and I hate it, I remember him being like funny. I feel like I got a personality from my dad. My mama funny, but she ain't like my daddy. Like my daddy was very <laughs> like outgoing and funny, knew how to cook. Mm. And I'd be like, dang, I wish he was her. Cause like imagine being cool with your parents now. Like I feel like being my daddy would be jamming. <laughs> but you know, he ain't. Do y'all you know, think our dads would get along if they were, if your dad was still oh, here? If not, child, like and Jerry, yes. you think they would all <laughs> When she I was your dad, because I was like, my daddy, I know for sure, 
my daddy and Mr. Jerry be cracking jokes, watching the game. The Matrice dad come over, they all talking shit, cussing. Yeah, my dad. Yep, yep. My daddy talk eat, all the issues. Eating, cussing, probably hanging out, talking shit. Uh, yep. like, he'll be joking, y'all. Like he always joking. I'm like, Dad, that's not funny. He cracking up. It's funny to me. Like my daddy be like, Y'all want a beer? He be like, Tell him to come over. My daddy always yep. be like, Tell him to come over. I'm cooking spaghetti. I'm cooking, that's my that's my that is my dad's favorite. I'm cooking spaghetti. I'm cooking some stew. <laughs> Tell everybody to come over. Got beer, alcohol. Yeah, you might smoke a little weed with you. Hey, <laughs> my daddy kicked it. They probably would have got along because they probably they probably have that common grew up around the same time mm-hmm. and really you know same kind of personalities like or same era. They probably you know it's easy for men to get along. That That's is true. true. They, they find what they, they like and they they best friends. Sport. Anything. Girl, guy code and girl code is completely different. <laughs> Speaking like, of girl code, I love her. Patrice, did you know what's going on? Because I know you be you don't be she on the social media. Um, oh yeah, you know I don't be on social Failing. media. But I, I saw so, a glimpse. Here's what I know, like I know for sure. Sure. <laughs> So, because I watched The Housewives of Atlanta. So, on the mm-hmm. show, now, this could be business. That doesn't mean that's really her best friend. But on the show, Fallon was introduced as Portia's friend. They went to their house. She met the husband, and they was all in love. Dennis, who was Portia's baby daddy, and the man, I guess, what's his name? I want to call him Glenn. I don't know his name right now. Greg or whatever. They are actually friends. And that's how Portia met Fallon. So... They got divorced in January, uh, or I think it might have been finalized. But Portia said they only been dating a month. They engaged. They so much in love. Mm-hmm. I feel like this when it comes to girl call. Even if I don't now, when I was younger, I'm not gonna act like I <laughs> I made some I errors. Him. But I never did it to none of my best friends. Now I might have did it to yeah. somebody who I was like, Are we cool. Yeah. So younger Ashanti, younger Ashanti is like, girl, listen, love is love, and this man rich as fuck. Do you? But now I'm kind of at a point where that's kind of grimy. It's kind, it's a little, it's a little sketch. It's, it's, it's played out. Absolutely. I don't know how close they were or were not. She said they weren't friends. That's but what then she they started showing. So she said they weren't friends, but then they started showing all these clips that shows that they were friends and they were hanging out. It shows when they, um, she invited Fallon, invited them to the house. Yeah. And, and it was, that was on the show. If you're breaking bread with people, hey, come on. It's some kind of relationship there. And they just, my thing is, he just got divorced. Why are you even jumping into a whole engagement with him anyway? Like, Mm-hmm. Apparently, he said Fallon cheated on him. He probably still trying to heal from that. And I just feel like Portia, she can just do better. I don't know. I just kind of like, I know he got money, and so that's probably what's making him attractive. And he probably gonna do whatever you say. But I just feel like, dang girl, that's quick. Like you could have picked nobody else, and it's so quick. We didn't even need to know that. You could have kept that under wraps. I don't know. I just think. It's kind of sketchy to me. I just think at this point, if we've hung out a few times and we're, you got my number, I got your number. I've invited you to my home. Oh, we yeah. went out and we, if we're talking, it's not, it's one thing if you, my, if you a friend of my friend, that's a little mm-hmm. different. Not saying it's okay. 
But where's the code? I mean, did you reach out to her? Did you say like, hey, girl, like, I don't know. She said they're not friends, but you was friendly enough to, to be brought down. And like, I agree, like, because like back in the day, you know, when I was like 18. <laughs> but that was then. I was young. You know, I was living my life, whatever. But me being a grown woman I am today, I would never. And you I don't know, want nobody... Fucking ex-husband. Don't want no bitch to have nothing over me either. That's an ego thing. So, Well, I want to know if... I know, you know, she's like a big reality celebrity, but would it be different if it was reversed? If it was the guy that... For a guy dating his friend's ex-wife? Exactly. Like, is it a a big difference? Because, you know, guys, they get over stuff. Like... This they deep can, though, why they can sleep with friends or do stuff and they get over, still be cool hanging out. But with females, it seems like it just falls apart or it gets blown out of proportion. Do you all think I that, think that it's because it's- mm, I think with some guys, I think guys have certain ones like, hey, not her, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, Keisha, them, That's yeah, because it wasn't nothing, but her don't look with her. But I just think as a dude, and I, you right, Patrice. Ooh. You're right. <laughs> People do get over it and like they move on. But I'm just like that. You ain't gonna be bad at your homie for not for messing with your ex-wife. I feel like when marriage is involved, it's deep. I don't know. You're right. That's I don't know. Another level, like I mean, man, like, on this show to tell us like if that's the way. Res- I feel like they're gonna respond. So like, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just saying, I think it's foul either way. Like, if it's the girl taking her friend, husband, or the dude taking his homie wife, that's foul. You can't, you can't hook up or marry whatever you want to call it your partner's, you know, person. Like, (laughs) like, uh, Ray J did that. Ray, Ray, Ray J, remember Ray J was the I'm on the money team and all that stuff he was doing. He was cool with Mayweather and Princess was dating Mayweather Ooh. and Ray J took him. So but once again, guys, but Mayweather was they they friends no more, but they're yeah. not cool no more. He was mad. Now I don't know if he's still mad, but at that time it was like a thing. So, but that's ego. I feel like with men it's more ego. Like, hey, okay. you know. Because I think they were still dating when Ray J was like, come on, sis, come to this side. Ah. So would y'all respond like Omarion and the his, unbothered? Uh, oh, that was, that was that. He was I a G with that. He, was he, was, a he handled G. himself very, very well. I don't know if I, I could be Omarion hand. I think like, he I cared, mean, but he didn't want to give it any attention because he like, they both tra- like, I'm Omarion. I feel like I would want to respond like a Morian. I would. <laughs> I really would. But me say. being me. Somebody gonna get cut up. Shot. Pistol. I have, I, I'm de- you definitely gonna know. But they were saying that Fallon, I didn't see this video, that she was proposing to some dude. Like now she got she cheated. They were saying, hmm. so they were saying that the reason that they got a divorce is because she actually cheated on him. And so she, they was like, well, Fallon don't care that why does anyone else care? True, but I just, ah, oh, it's a little sketchy. Where the girl code at once again? Like, does no that even matter girl. anymore? It is. It don't. People ain't loyal out here no more. Who can you trust? Who you can depend on? Loyal. 
I got something to say. Best to believe if I done sat down and ate with you and you've met him as my husband. We broke bread. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I couldn't handle it like a Moriana. You, you would have to come to me. If you came to me and said, hey, look, this is what's going on. I'm still not saying I would handle it and be okay. But at least you, yeah. and I'm not saying Portia didn't, but at least you came to me because we may not be close. We may just know each other. We hung out a couple of times. It is what it yeah. is. But if you came to me, it was like, look, this is because I do believe that love is love. And if it's really love, then sometimes you do have to just go for it. Yeah, sure. Um, but I would never be in a position to even be talking to somebody that I'm cool with X. So I, I, that love would never develop. Mm. I wouldn't even be talking. I wouldn't even be talking to him in that sense. Like I'd be like, boy, girl, you dated uh Keisha or whoever, you know. <laughs> I'm not about Everybody to like is. you were married to her. Your marriage ain't even finalized. It's only a month. I'm not. And then they were saying their rings were similar. So he just they were similar. Okay, <laughs> like, they were saying it was the same. It's the same they were saying it's the same, but Portia said that it's absolutely not. That's a lie. But when they showed the comparison, it was really, really, really similar. Almost looked the same to me, but who am I? So how do you oh, even I... catch stuff like that when it before it comes out? Like, do you think any of them saw it before it was coming or? I feel like happen. this could also be just another like publicity stunt because I say now True. she got a um Portia and the dude that got like a little show. So I don't know. Oh my god. I do so love I her style know. though. I, I love Portia. Um some of the stuff she be wearing, mm-hmm. her clothes and stuff. So <laughs> she's all in her clothes. <laughs> I love Portia anyway, whatever she gonna do. I'm with you, yeah, I don't like to. I don't want to judge Kill her on this TV show because <laughs> you said it perfectly, straight. Like love is love, so I mean, it may not work. It didn't work out with their ex. Not saying that I agree, but I understand because it may not have worked out with what was his name, George. I don't know what they Mr. Hot Dog uh, <laughs> owner. <laughs> so it may not have worked out with them, and he may be more compatible with mm-hmm. Portia. So I'm looking at if he's happy and she's happy, and uh, both of their exes are okay with it, then love wins. Like I don't. Not saying I agree, but you know, it is what it is. It, you know what? Life is too short to worry about what people think, to be honest. Like, that's that's, I, my personality, so a part of me want to be like, girl, fuck them bitches. And like, okay, like, but then another part is like you said, girl, cold, like, damn. I don't know. I'm mind my business over here, y'all. Mm. If if you, I mean, if they not friends and they ain't friends, and then I don't know how much girl code someone could, yeah. you know, because those TV what shows, even, just the street. I don't know, because I think like those reality shows. I because I was listening to Tammy Roman kind of say she was like a lot of the times they want to add a girl and they're like, okay, so who wants to be the one that bring her in as a friend? So maybe because Portia's connection with Dennis, who was friends with him, that's how they had it as Portia friend. But Portia probably didn't even don't even talk to that girl like that. 
Mm-hmm. So she may okay. not owe her nothing, and which that's is fine. fine. But it de- it definitely seems. I think I'm more worried about it's so fast. Just slow down. You, you went fast with Dennis, and y'all got you got pregnant, and it didn't work out. Just slow down a little bit. That's all. I feel like people be looking for happiness. You know, he, you, he rich. So who's to say? Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're rich. Okay, we don't need to do no vetting. Let's just be together. Let's just get married. It is fast. He was just married. I'm not going to be a rebound. That seems like a red flag. Red flag. Just married. Maybe, red maybe red not. Flag. Which I did want to talk about green flag. So I was watching this thing and they were talking about we it always putting out. Flag. Right. We always talk about red flags, right? Like this is my red flag. I'm not going to put up with this. What are things that you may be in a relationship that were like a green flag, like, oh, I want somebody like that, or this is a quality that I like in you that I oh. want as somebody that I want to be with. Like in your previous relationships, what were green flags that kept you? You know what? Okay. I like you because you have to eventually like them enough to want to be with them. Or stupid enough. <laughs> <laughs> but lonely enough or that. desperate enough. It can be a lot of room. But what are like green flags? Like you dated someone and they, you know, whatever. You're like, oh, check. I like that. I know first on this one. Yeah. Because. No. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Because it was actually a guy where he, I actually was not attracted to him. I just wanted to be cool with him. But he told me, hey, you can have all the benefits of being my girl and you don't even have to be with me or had that title, I just want you to roll with me. Hmm. And I was like, sounds like a trap, but he's right. stupid because I'm not going, I think he's trying to, you know, get me to be with him. He think he going to treat me so good that I'm, we just all of a sudden going to be in love and be together, which we didn't stay together, but I have okay. never had anyone in my life treat me as well as he did. And so I want someone hmm. that really cares. For me. And when you really care for someone, you will do little simple things like, oh, I'm at the store and this person likes, let's say, cashews. And I see some cashews or on sale. So I'm going to just pick it up for her. Just little things. And hmm. one of my That's love important. languages, which I discovered, it is acts of kindness. So hmm. it doesn't even have to be buying things. You just do stuff because you're thinking of me. I don't have to tell you to do anything. And I never had to prompt him to do anything. He just, he would set up, and this was even back like in high school, you know, the little jazz in the park. He would pack a picnic lunch. Just, that was like green flags for me. Like he is actually a catch. So making you feel special, like you yeah, are like, you making me know wanted. that you're into me, yeah. Yes, and they're concerned Ooh. and they put thought into <laughs> you. So that yeah. that was a green light, like go for it. Well, I haven't had the best experiences. <laughs> but what do you want? But what I do, do know. Yeah, like, but I so I haven't had oh, the yeah. best experiences, but I definitely know what I want. And uh, Dice, that is definitely one of them. The fact when, like you say, if you want a store and you know I like something, like I like Reese's, 
Listen, just pick them up. You know I'm, I'm gonna eat them at some point. Yes, like, I'm, I'm never, I'm never gonna say no. Yes, like, <laughs> it's always because I feel like I'm the person. I'm always thinking of others. So it would mm. be, it'd be nice for him to be out and about. I'm like, damn, I know she gonna want these. Let me go ahead and grab these because I'm gonna head over there anyway. So when you get there, like, why you get these? Like, it'll catch me off guard. And I, that I like little things like that, and that's probably because my dad does that to me still to this day. Like my oh, dad still does it. It's long story short, I've been talking about these damn chicken strips from this. <laughs> and the other day, I was I had told him I was coming over there. I was on, I was gonna come over there after brunch on Sunday. And uh boom, I was like, uh, dad, I'm on my way. But I can tell when he not at the house, like because of the background. And I'm like, Daddy, where you at? <laughs> Harassing him because he didn't tell me he was going nowhere. It's so I was like, Daddy, where you at? And I kept bugging. He was like, Child, I came. I was trying to surprise you. I came and got you these chicken strips you keep talking Aww. about. And I was like, Oh, I did things. It's a you tough know, act to follow. <laughs> so, and side note, I'm sorry to cut you off, Jerrica, but like, that's one thing. Like, if a man cannot treat you better than your father, it's a rap city what? in a basement. And I, that is, you know what, I feel like back in the day, I probably settled situations. And now that I'm in a better headspace mentally, you know, I know what to say no to. And I know what not to tolerate. And like, and it's okay to say, no, I want this, this, and that. It's okay because I know that I can bring more than enough to the table. So mm -hmm. I feel like it's okay to not settle for things. But them green flags or signs, that thinking of me without me telling you to do something for me, that is everything. Or just like, cause it's, it's all about respect and like taking me into consideration. That's like, mm -hmm. I'm heavy on it, taking me into consideration, nigga. Like, and just um, keeping your word, like I, I'm always, I have this thing where I be making little promises and stuff, and I be trying to keep my promises, especially with these kids, yeah, straight on, I'm getting better, I don't make them as much as I used to. Just by making them, child. Yes. Girl, be making all these promises, then you gotta do it. Well, I said I was gonna do it by five. God, them kids will be <laughs> Like, I'm gonna and do I it. do that though, and I yeah. like it. Be I'm, it, it, it sometimes I frustrate me because sometimes I'd be like, "Damn, I said I was gonna do that. I don't feel like it. I gotta <laughs> do it." And it, it it's kind of disciplining me to. I want them to look forward to that. You know what I'm have something to look forward to. Mm -hmm. So that is big too. Like if you're gonna say you're gonna do something, do they it. Do it. Keep yeah. your word. If something comes up or changes, communicate. Communicate. But that I, I'm really big on it, like thinking of me and taking me in consideration and just following through. It's not hard. Just follow through. Like, nigga. I don't know. I was trying to think about this. I don't. I know what I want. So I can speak to that. I agree with you, ladies, like that. Somebody doing something for you without you asking or surprising you with something that you like a gift, not even a gift, but like I like cards. So. Give me a card or, you know, if you're creative enough, write me something or send, make me a playlist. You send me a playlist. I'm in love oh. with you. You know, music is my shit. love music. Yeah. So make me a playlist or send me a song throughout the day. Like, I remember, what was I watching? Oh, look, Mary the Medicine. I always watch me on the TV. And That's she was show. like, I just want to know that you love me. He And he's not, he wasn't big on saying I love you. She said, and so he was like, she was like, you could just call me. 
lets me know you're thinking of me throughout the day. You could just mm-hmm. text me. I mm-hmm. love stuff like that, like letting me know that you like me too. That's really what it is. Like you're it just into me. I think another another thing that I have realized that I really need is I need to be able to feel comfortable to be able to be my most authentic self. Like I think sometimes, especially when you first meet somebody, you're not necessarily not being you, but you're just trying to see it out. But if I could be my most authentic self, goofy, laughing, jamming, I feel comfortable with you. I don't feel like you're going to judge me. I don't feel like you are going to be laughing at me instead of laughing with me. And we can just have a good time doing nothing. Mm. Then for me, I'm in, I'm all in. I'll be like, oh, well, this is it, guys. That's my problem, though. I'll be all wrapped <laughs> up in it. I'll be like, oh, I guys. <laughs> if I, sometimes I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't do this because I don't want them to think like, no. Nah. But if I could be me and you don't judge me and you be you and we both goofy together and that's friends and jamming yeah. like that for me, I know this is probably fairy tale. So try to be people but you should want to be with someone who is like your homie, like yes. your homie lover friend. I want to be able to, even when Trust I wake up one morning and hate you, mm-hmm. I still want to be like, okay, I'm going to be with this person. Like, you know what I mean? So that is, that is a major key for me. I want to be able to be myself. I do feel like in past relationships, either A, I wasn't really myself. And when I try to be myself, is as if I got like, it was like punished or something in a sense. And what that's a whole mean? nother story. Meaning that like, I'm very big. My my number one trigger is my feelings being dismissed, right? Oh, so if I'm, t- yep. if, if I'm telling you like, hey, this makes me feel a way and you're dismissing it or you are trying to argue me up and down and find a reason why what I'm saying is crazy and not make sense. It's as if I can't be vulnerable with you and be myself. Like, hey, this made me feel away. We don't have to agree. Mm-hmm. You don't have to agree with me, but just hear me out. You know what Not I mean? Right. And let's move on. We don't have to sit up. We don't have to agree on what I'm saying. You don't have to agree with what I said, but we need to come to don't dismiss me. Don't make me feel like I can't talk to you because if I yeah. can't talk to you, I'm going to start checking out and then that relationship is done. And then I've been in situations where because I say how I feel, now it's like, well, you know what? I don't even know if I want to talk to you anymore. That's what I mean by okay. punish. You're, you're okay. trying to break up with me or stop talking to me because I had a feeling about something. And that, to me, is just like, That's a nigga, no-go. fuck you. That's exactly what <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean. I hate them saying like that, but fuck you. I'm at a point but- where... I ain't said nothing crazy to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm very open. I'm, I know how to communicate now. I'm very emotionally intelligent now because I'm growing up and being vulnerable. Yes. If I've expressed something to you, I didn't yell. I don't be clowning like I used to. I don't, I could just stop talking again. to you. I'm trying to communicate. And when you shut me down, it's, it's that boy. That's my number one. Fuck, I'm done. I can't do it no more. I used I to still go with it, but I can't no more. Yeah. And I did forget too, and it kind of ties into what you were saying. One thing for me that would be a, a green flag is an understanding heart and just being mm-hmm. understanding and open to communication because mm-hmm. there have been times where, like you said, I've said something and then it's gone completely left or the relationship is over or like you said, you're just missing what I have to say when sometimes you might've just misunderstood what I've said, but at least like you said, just 
hear me out. So if there's someone that they will take time in regards if they're wrong or if I'm right and we can come back to the table and they're willing to actually talk about it and even take time to understand it. You know, I've told you all where I've had relationships where they knew, like I had a, a ex where, you know, he had a friend that was a female and I didn't say that I don't like you having female friends. I just said, well, this is new for me and I don't understand it. And he just immediately jumped. Oh, you must be jealous. He didn't take the time to understand. Exactly. And then he later came back and was like, well, she does have some insecurity and some trust problems. And sometimes she'd be tripping. So, you know, she's been tripping, but you're going to take it out on me. You're not going to understand the situation. Listen, that, that but I'm going to get to that. Understand. Mm-hmm. Because I got bad. Just I'm look at me. Bad <laughs> understand where I'm coming or try to understand. You do not have to agree with me. Let's be clear because it's my feelings. Yeah. Acknowledge how I feel and try to understand. And if you don't understand or if you, if you, whatever, let's be patient and, and help and let help me just like, I'm gonna help you. Let's come to some sort of where we can put a a pin in this or put a bow on it and try to go on forward. We're going to respect each other and we're going to do things differently. Just what I have learned recently, and I know I'll be talking y'all, but one thing I recently (laughs) learned is that having hard conversations are important. If you do not have hard conversations in relationships, even in friendships, with your parents, with your siblings, whoever, that's not helping nothing. I understand keeping a peace and I understand, I very much so understand picking your battles because everything is not a fight, but I still should be able to communicate with you. An argument and a discussion. And a disagreement. Yes. We don't have to agree, but if I should be able to come to you and you should be able to come to me. And tell me, like, hey, you know, you made me feel this way, but or whatever. And I'm, uh, I'm gonna do my best to understand. Hard conversations need to happen. That's just life. You can't go through life without having hard conversations. That just don't some people feel somebody like being fake nitpicking, or you're trying to oh, argue oh all God. the time. Yeah. A lot of guys will use that and mm-hmm. try to get away from the situation or cover it up with a rug. Because I used to think, oh. I don't want to have arguments. I don't want so to be next. So I'm not going to say anything, but you yeah. have to sometimes bring things up so that you have to change. So it can, can, stop, so it can start happening. Like I had, I don't even want to bring it up, but I had an ex, you know, like he always acted as if I was being mean or argumentative. No, you childish and you don't know how to communicate. Like, <laughs> it's just that. Like, and I am one of those strange is telling me this figure is which I got it now. I got it. <laughs> like uh, pick your battles. I got it. I got it. I get it. I understand it because I can't go in, you know, like full fledged clowning on a nigga with every little thing. Cause at the end of the day, that nigga gonna be fine and I'm gonna be the one still angry. Cause they don't care, mm-hmm. to be honest. So I've really gotten better, like you said, to it's just like um, not going off automatically, coming at them correctly. Like I, I, I noticed something. I pointed it out to you, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. and it needs to be discussed. So it's time for you to acknowledge it. And I hate when they just try to push it under the rug and just yeah. like change the subject. Wait two days. He was infamous for them two days. Wait two days and hit you up. What's up? What you 
And I probably is why them two days go by. We be we be so ready to talk to them again. We be like, okay, whatever. But then the problem happened again. Happens mm-hmm. again. So it's like you gotta yourself. you gotta conclude it. Okay, here's how I feel. And even if it don't happen that day, just acknowledge what I'm saying and let's let's try to move past. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel men do that? Like, and I'm not saying all men do. I'm not saying that. But in my experiences. You know, when you bring something to their attention that you don't like, or it's just something you weren't cool with, or whatever, like when you try to communicate with them, like they just want to, like they don't want to acknowledge it, they want to just ignore it, and they do so like they don't pride. It. I think it's pride, I think it's ego, and this is what I think too. Just like women, when we get mad, not all the time, but we flip out. We do that because we don't know how to, we don't then know how to communicate or know how to communicate mm-hmm. effectively. So their way of communicating, and then everything is um, experience. So yeah. in your experience, you're good. You probably used to a certain way to argue. Mm-hmm. If you meet a new guy now and he is different, you may go in with that. Hey, nigga, I don't give a, you know what I'm saying? Because you <laughs> used to cussing niggas out because mm-hmm. you were dealing with niggas. Who you had? Who you was cussing? Who needed that curse out? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so your awful. new guy might be like, "Girl, you need to." You know what I'm saying? Just like yeah. him, he may be used to women arguing with him, whatever. So he like, "Oh, here she go." I said, "Now she, I don't want to deal with that." No, mm-hmm. I'm just talking to you. I'm not like your exes who were probably about to punch you in your face all the time or who wasn't emotionally intelligent. I think everything is triggering. Everything is experienced, and you have that's why getting to know each other is so important. You yes. have to learn how to communicate and argue with each other because I have my experience. So if you say certain things to me, I'm gonna I'm gonna put me back in that place, but I shouldn't yeah. be penalized for feeling away. You could simply say, you know what a shit to that. Actually, this is what I meant by that. And I'm gonna yeah. be like, oh my bad, nigga. I thought you was trying to. And we're gonna move forward, but that's why you communicate. You have to I just had this conversation uh with the ex. This is actually like within the last week or so. And I had, you know, when you when you communicating through text, all shit gonna get messed up. Things are going to get misinterpreted. Ah, and that's why trash. I like pick up the phone. So, you know, we exchange words. And like you said, triggers, you know, <laughs> those triggers. So something was said and it was a trigger for mm-hmm. me. And um, and it was actually a trigger I got I had with him back in the day. And before I knew it, because y'all know I type just as fast as I talk, <laughs> I licked that ass up through a text message real quick, <laughs> real quick, mm-hmm. because who are you talking to? Yeah. And you know, like Y'all still talking to y'all exes out there? I just tripped off that. Ashanti's like, I, mean, I was talking on, to my on, ex. On, and you can tell me you're talking about It ain't never nothing that deep. It ain't nothing. I'll say this. Y'all, just like my daddy was calling my mama, I got a little <laughs> Reginald that keep calling me. Period. I got a little, little Reginald that won't stop calling me. Okay? And I'm not a Reginald. I don't know what, that's my daddy name. I don't know what to do about Reginald. But that nigga keep calling me. If I told it's I I don't here's the thing and I I'm sorry jerk I didn't mean to cut you off it's not, you <laughs> this is how I this is how I internalize you just call this out she right. called this out 
This is how I internalize it, and I'm not saying it's right, but this is what I internalize. I have known this nigga a long time. Mm-hmm. Since I is was that an like, excuse? I just said it. I didn't say it was right. I didn't say it was right. <laughs> and for me, I don't. It, it's not that it's not positive, but it's not necessarily negative. negative. And I probably mm-hmm. shouldn't be talking to that nigga. hundred percent. What's your excuse? So, and I hate to call it. An but he's well, look. He sent me some money for some shoes. Okay, that's different. That's different. I said, in order for you to talk to me, I need $150 for some shoes. Cash out that ass quick. <laughs> now we cool. <laughs> but he Cash still, but phone. you know what, Patrice, before you I go, hate her. We he, I do see me. myself, I be like, sometimes when I talk to him, I be like, this nigga is still the yeah. same. So I am, I need to learn, and I am in a place of, I don't have, there's no feelings like that, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like, just because I forgave you does not mean that you have to be in my life. And that's, that's what true. I'm trying to work through. So that's that's my excuse. That's my that's my shit. I don't hate. It. So it's in an excuse, but no, I legit um he had a family situation which I don't want to put that on her, but you know, and and I was actually, back in? uh Previously, but I shut that down. So that's not okay. an issue at all. Um, it's legit, you know. I do have a lot of history with him, you know, and I I have I love and care for his family. And so when he had let me know that um his sibling was going through something, I was legit legit concerned. Like all of us were actually, like if I had called, I had told my dad and my sis about it and we check in to see the progress and how his family is doing, his family member is doing. So it was legit on that type of note. Um, I don't like we did exchange words. And like I'm I'm in this place now, which I've gotten so many. I used to hold grudges a lot, like, and I can hold a grudge forever. And I don't hold grudges anymore. And I never really held them. I, I'm in this point in my life. I don't need to hold a grudge against anyone. Like nothing is that deep. Like <laughs> let it go. So, <laughs> so after we exchanged words and shit, I still was concerned about his family member, and I legit hit him up like, "Hey, how your family member doing?" Yada yada. I mean, he was in his feelings due to we did exchange words, but he put that he let it go because I mean, at this point, it's not about you. It's about you know your family. And um, I just called and check on him, and I actually had a, co- a good conversation with him the other day. So it was, it was a, it was a very positive uh, conversation. It was nothing like, you know. But I, I mean, he knows the deal. Like, ancient sexual heaven in between us. You know, we cool. I don't hate on. Like, I don't. I'm in this place in my life. I don't hate anybody. I don't have no grudges. It is what it is, but like I was legit concerned about this family member, and I still am, you know, because of what they went through. So I probably will continue to communicate with him. We don't communicate like every day or nothing like that. It's just like, hey, what's the progress? What's the update? Like that type note. But like, strain with you. Say- Child, mine that Reggie calls me, every- but her, I, I listen. I know my, I know what I'm saying is bullshit. So I'm not trying to get no. It's it's bullshit. I, yeah. There's no reason for me to communicate with him. Like we are well, not just- trying to date. It ain't none of that. It's just yeah. that. It just, well, it's I just, just asked 
because like it just makes me think we're talking about you know emotional maturity and sometimes when you talk to different exes and i think we've said this in our conversations it can sometimes take you back to that mm-hmm. younger you when you mm-hmm. first met them like there are some exes that i've kind of ran across lately that I didn't think I would ever run into again. And it takes me back to those high school days. Mm-hmm. And it kind of puts you back in that high school mentality when you're a grown woman now. But it does make me want to ask the question, um, you know, what, and I know Shanti said she loved music. What music mm-hmm. shaped your high school years? <laughs> Get on my level, huh? Get I on know. my level. I used to listen to a lot of rap. Yeah. Yeah. I was heavy on girl I, I used to love and it's not even just because he passed away I used to listen to rap I used to love DMX I used to mm. play that damn CD on my PlayStation blasting in my room like a crazy person and then I remember when Neil had got that Eve album because I love DMX to reprise it but mm-hmm. Neil gave me she wasn't a fan of it Girl, that was like life, life. But I did also listen to a damn Lip Biscuit. Uh, and okay. I used to love Lip Biscuit. It was that Lip Come Biscuit. Come on, baby, make it hot. Woo, did, y'all, did y'all ever listen to Lip Biscuit? It was like that mm-hmm. one album. Rolling, 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 rolling. I, I used to love it though. Like, I legit, me and my friends after school had went up to the mall and got that CD. Like, I used to love it, but I used to listen to a lot of like rap. Total Recall mixed everything in. I, I mean, Total Request. I said Total Recall. Total Request, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like oh at high school, Total Recall. <laughs> It was it was like I like all music. Total Recall is a movie, <laughs> and I still I liked a lot of different music. Like I remember heavy on the job rule because I was like, yes. oh my gosh, what would um, I do without my baby? Well, Kanye came out two thousand four, so I was graduating. I remember Jeezy. I remember um, yes. remember Ryan Carey album came out when I was in high I school. Never was a fan. That Usher confession. <gasps> you had like the master person to me that album. Listen, she I got okay. Usher, we gonna move on because yeah. Wait, but Jerk, I'm I'm not I'm not a Mariah Carey fan. Well, I ain't gonna say I'm not a fan, but I don't love her. I but am. the Emancipation of Mimi, that I album was a classic. Were good. Butterflies is a classic because Butterflies is a big great words album. Off of Butterflies, because you know she she wrote those songs. Um, and she used some big words. I can't believe you like the Emancipation of Mimi, friend. That really makes me think of like, what's wrong with you? We have to listen no, to that again. I'm a pl- but that album has "Shake It Off" on her. We belong together. It had all the songs on her. Together. So um, she's still annoying, and I sing her song. <laughs> we didn't talk about her personally. We talk about music. her music. To the music. Cool, but you say that Usher again. Usher, Usher had like a Confessions album came out, and we was in high school. Uh, Alicia Keys Diary that came up. Beyonce with solo yeah. when he was in high school. Um, and then that. like I liked uh, whatever pop song was popular. With the funny I was on. Whatever yes, rock I love Blink One Eighty Two. That was like my that's my favorite band. Yeah. Uh, no. This girl Good Charlotte. Good Charlotte. This girl Charlotte. Charlotte. I, 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 I so come home to yes. watch it. I gotta watch TRM. I, I was a total BJ in my mind. 
I wake up in the morning, look at music videos, getting ready yes. for school, leave out, come back home. But then there was a lot of Lil John and Aesop that get yes. on my level. Oh, that, uh, all Remember that the Yin Yang Twins? Yin Yang Twins. That is my song. What's a song right now? No, what's was the Yin Yang song? What's Whisper. That was my favorite song. Oh, wait, you see my dick. <laughs> My favorite song is Everybody in the Club, No What's Up, Whistle While You Twerk. I go here and get started. Make up what's it for? Whistle While You Twerk. You ain't gang in the spine. What's your song that less like? Because I always tell people I got like a turn up song. Like if they play this, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Do you know like what's your song that if you hear it, it's like, oh, okay, this is it. I got to hit the dance floor. Or I got a dance. Oh, girl. That whistle while you twerk. It's a Gucci Mane yep. song. Um, I think I love her. That's my shit. I used to love Missy Elliott too. She had all hits. Yeah. It was some other song that's like my turn of song. Oh, well, I know. Play. I know. Like, like you said, like when I came in, like as a freshman, like crunk music was like hard yes. because I remember we had like this prep rally and they would go to each class and let you say what your class is. And oh, with my class, uh-huh. we would try to sneak in like curse words. Like I graduated 06. So we'd be like, oh, six. Oh, oh, six. <laughs> like instead of saying six, like, oh, oh, yeah. We used to say that. But like as I was graduating, of course, you know, the baby of crunk music is trap music like graduation yeah. you know we was like yeah at the trap yeah. going down and this hey. one guy going across the stage you know you had a little practice rehearsal he put trap as his middle <laughs> name <laughs> in and the lady actually said it. he was like this is michael trap johnson I she put said it before um, she knew it <laughs> uh, my graduation into my senior thing i put a shanty uh renee strain the third and they said the third <laughs> It's in my yearbook. I was like, you better say because because I was on my principal. I was like, say my name right, son. This is all I get. Y'all been calling me a Shanti or a Shante for four years. Graduation. If I could just get a Shanti so my people can scream. And they said a Shanti be next train the third. And I was like, this is lit. I hate her so much. This was. It I remember. Was like- I think it might have been sophomore or junior year. We used to get T-shirts made. And ours was like, uh, never ever get on our level because that song was out. And it was like, oh, five was sitting in a, in a crane, like a chair. And all the other years was like falling off. That's just oh, sweet. my goodness. This was so true. I remember the pep rally, though. We used to always be like, oh, fuck. I don't know what we oh, said. I don't remember. Janice oh, probably, I went to Janice, so we probably had a little beat or. We was remixing. We probably was doing some type of ghetto hood chant. I don't remember none of that. I remember pep rallies, but I don't remember like because my As, class was lit. Oh, five was lit. I, five say, was like the I cried. I cried a little bit. Uh, when you graduated? graduated? I graduated. Oh, five graduated. But yeah, oh. five because we were so close. I was like. You know what's weird? It was certain 06 people that we allowed to be close with us. So, like, even in our like senior skip day, yeah. even in our senior skip day, it was like maybe a handful of 06 people that yep, came. Yep, like, that's how it was. It was it like everybody, but it was a handful that kind of migrated their way in. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so weird because, like, 
I don't talk to nobody I went to high school with besides little Reggie. <laughs> what was what was you all style back then? Has it changed now? Is it completely different? And you know, if people look at you, what would they say your style is? I had two styles in high school. It was either, it was either jeans, hoodie, and them damn Birkenstocks, yep, or jeans, hoodie, Nike slides, or jeans, hoodie, and some tennis shoes. And then my other style was like a mini. Remember mini skirts was popping. A shanty kept a mini skirt and tennis skirts. Yes, a tennis skirt or a mini skirt with like a little fitted shirt. Because I was small, I thought I was fair, but I was I was skinny. Then the little cargo shorts, the men's cargo shorts, we used to wear them. Um, I feel like my style has always been the same, which is casual, (laughs) very casual. Okay, I mean, I don't don't wear those clothes, but I love t shirts, I love a graphic tee. Um, I like jeans, I like shorts, uh, I like to be comfortable, but you know, leggings wasn't out when we was in high school. Imagine if I was in high school and leggings was out. I would have leggings on every day. Uh, but I love leggings, I love joggers, but I don't wear that. Like if I'm going somewhere, I won't put that on, but like my everyday kind of style is that. Uh, but I feel like I'm just casual. I don't think I really have a style. I don't think I'm stylish. I feel like I'm plain. I so like what, what I would like. other people say about you? Like, what would they say that your style? Would they say it's different, or would they say it's the same? From high school. Well, even today, like if someone were to walk up on you that knows you, how do you think they would describe your style? Ah, uh, girl, I don't got none. They probably like this girl had on a, a t-shirt and some jeans and some <laughs> uh, some sandals. Or <laughs> when I'm, I feel like when I'm trying to be cute, I, I'm cute. But when I'm okay. just chilling, then I don't have on. I don't think I don't know if you my can and I'm not saying this together though. You I can put it like, together, but it's always gonna be sometimes. It's always gonna be comfortable, and it's always gonna be hopefully flattering because my body okay. is weird. I don't like how my body shape, but I don't know what they would say. I don't think I have style as long okay. as they're not calling me sloppy or dirty. Oh. That's really pretty much it. I don't think I'm sloppy for a bigger girl, and I know I'm not dirty, so they probably would just be like, "Okay, I don't think I have style like that because I don't really care." She just put it all out there. Imagine somebody calling you dirty, and then you know, big girls. If you sloppy, that's it. That's a nah. That ain't. Might as well just wrap it up. What did you say? That's the truth. I don't think I have a style. I don't know what that was saying because I don't think I have anything that sticks out. Okay, girl, why is I feel like I wear like plain shit. I, I like hoops. <laughs> I don't think I wear anything different. Now I don't wear my Christmas. That's kind of different, but everybody doing it. Oh, I, like I don't think I, I don't think I got no style. Girl, what did I say? The dirty. <laughs> that girl dirty. <laughs> Cause you know niggas is ignorant. And people, and people will call somebody dirty so fast. Oh, dirty ass, <laughs> La dirty. So, I quit to be like, hello, oh dirty. Oh my ass. god, oh man, this made my whole heart. Oh, wait till oh, jerk. Oh, that made my heart tickle. It was so funny. <laughs> Uh, I was very much so that girl yesterday, like the hoodies, jeans, and them little Birkins, 
little burp slides or whatever. Everybody wore I wore that through like college, threw some tennis shoes in on her. <laughs> Nigga, I gotta get the class, I ain't got time. Like, I barely wanted to go to school. I don't know how the hell I made it to college. You made it to Well, college definitely was a hoodie. No, like, sure. mm -hmm. girl, I ain't got time. Don't let it be finals week, nigga. Like, <laughs> girl, the most stressful time. Yeah, I'm always about comfort. When I do uh, dress up, though, I feel like I have like a, a modern style. My niece told me that, like, when I was just in Texas, she's like, "You're very modern." You are. Uh, so I'll say modern style. Girl, why are you uh, saying modern? Modern. Modern. <laughs> so you correct modern. It. Are you pronouncing it? Very modern. <laughs> but it other than went. that, like, I feel, you know, I'm modern, strange. And I'm, I, I like soul. to Did you go keep saying it? Modern. Because still, like, right now, like, today, had a dentist appointment. I put on, I did, it was comfy, cute, though. I really feel like I had on some little joggers and my little <laughs> teeny shoes, but I had on a nice graphic t shirt and my denim jacket that I love, the destroyed one. And it was so I that's, that's, my, that's my outfit. I love that outfit. Yeah, it's like it's life girl. I love a jacket too. I used to yeah. really be big on cardigans. Like uh, the nigga, I would oh, put yeah. a cardigan over anything. Now that was my style. I remember I love a cardigan still to this day. Yeah, but like to this day, I think it's being in Texas, it's hard to wear them because it'd be hot oh, as yeah. hell. So I, I kind of fell back on buying them as much, but I went through a long phase in life where a cardigan was my shit. You could dress yeah. it up, dress it down. Do and whatever. I used to wear a lot of black. Oh my oh, god, I, I, I was black like, is my favorite color. I was like a goth. I used to be like, girl, you a goth, yeah. which actually brings up a point of my dress style. Okay. With me having an older sister and a lot of people knew mm. my older sister, she literally told me when I was going to high school, she was like, um, I'm going to pick out your outfit for the first day of school <laughs> because you need to start wearing all that black and people going to think you're a witch and people know you're my little sister. So don't fight it. You can't wear one of my clothes. You talking about that bird's hair. And <laughs> she got so you to I had a little mixture and I was trying to be sexy and I was one of the little hot girls, a little, you know, trying to be faster than what I was. So I was always trying to wear some little tight shirts, yes, tight skirts, but I didn't mm. too much like shorts because I felt like I had weird legs. Like I got crackhead ankles and I got these thick <laughs> thunder thighs. So I'm like, so I got to wear some to balance me out, you know, and you know. I just wanted to be sexy, so in high school to. you was like girly, sexy, like but not always girly because I played soccer and I'd be tired, mm -hmm. so I would have on like my little soccer shorts and I had my sliding shorts under them, which yes. looked like biker shorts. So yes. sometimes I'm in the middle of practice. Oh, let me take these shorts on. I used I to love high. wearing my uniform, like my little um around school. Yes, like yep. my little softball shorts or like the, my little yep. volleyball shorts. Then they was like, okay. But I'm like, you some shorts like on underwear. over <laughs> The fact that you just said crackhead ankle. <laughs> I do. Like, I get it from my mama. Like, her oh. ankles are so skinny, but I got these thunder thighs. So it don't balance. It look like a chicken wing. Like I, I mean, a drumstick. Yeah, so. I got me serious tonight. It's crazy how like your fashion. I'm gonna go look at some of my old pictures and see what I had on. So I can, I'm gonna show y'all. Cause I was like, what did I use I'm to wear? I'm gonna show you. 
I'm leaning my up shirts were always tight with a short skirt like, on. Always, uh, my shirts were always tight, like fit. Yep. <laughs> and yep. it was always like a little belly, like a little. It was always. I Work. thought I was just jamming. I thought I was so fat, and I was not. <gasps> like I thought and my I was arms were so big. Was and I'd be leaned up against germ. a tree trying to get that right <laughs> angle, that pose. You know. Put <laughs> <laughs> that know. little throwback. But you know, did y'all ever have guys that you know would try to buy y'all stuff, like buy y'all purses or try to dress y'all or um I've had um uh, a bit of relationships where men have uh, been like um bought me things like if they want to see you in it and uh, like buy you clothes and stuff not like but it would be it was always something that i liked or maybe said that i wanted um as far as like a dress i've had somebody buy me some dresses and be like you know i would want to see you in this and they were always it always worked out i had an experience where it was like oh i hate this or this doesn't look good on me so that was the plus side because i was telling somebody the other day I don't like people to buy me clothes because unless it's like a graphic tee, you could get away with that. But like, I, or something that I would like, but outside of that, I, because I don't know what I like until I see it, one. And then two, my body is just, everything doesn't fit you how you want it to sometimes. Mm. So I, buying me clothes is just not, unless it's a graphic tee or like something simple, yeah. But outside of that, don't try to buy me a blouse or nothing like that. <laughs> I may not like it. I would. I just like I have to see how it's gonna fit on my body. Like, no. So don't buy me no clothes. Buy me, send me the cash, and I go shopping myself. It was a <laughs> or buy guy me something to, else. Yeah, it was a guy trying to buy me a purse, and he told me he said, "It's okay. You don't have to worry about hurting my feelings. If you don't like it, you can tell me." So I tried to wait a couple of days, but I came back and I was like, I don't like this purse. But the problem <laughs> was, purses, like he, didn't, he didn't know my style. And because I switch up sometimes and I looked the other day and I was like, what is my style? Do I even know what my style is anymore? Like, Well, you I might was, like something. That doesn't mean you like it now. You might have a purse true. that you just been wearing, but you may not ever buy that style of purse again. That's true. That's true. I used to hate book bags. I bought a little book bag. I didn't want to tell you. love. You know what? So you got bag <laughs> It's so cute. So you it's got. Black. I hate them. I, I used to hate them. I used to hate them. And then I had got that one. I think I may have been with I you. I my take uh, I think we had went on a Ross run, girl. I and still I might got, take it back, but. Don't. Friend, you got to let show us something. You just said, F it. I'm just going to get this. Hey, going to get hey, this back. Hey, go ahead. Hey, Let's hey, move to hey. our F it segment. Whew. So F it segment is we pretty much say whatever we need to say F it to for the week or whatever we need to work on for the week. And so who would like to go first? I mean, well, I can go first. I may have said oh. this before. I'm unsure. But... um. If it's a procrastination, I may have done that. I'm unsure, but that's like a continuous effort. <laughs> Who are you it's telling? Only because it's like so. I've been putting off some career goals that I actually need to accomplish, and I want to accomplish by a certain time frame. In a certain time frame, so I kind of gave myself a deadline to complete it. In reality, I should have been started it, and I haven't. I need to get my certification uh, for teacher because y'all know I love the kids. 
<laughs> but yeah, so exit to procrastination because it only hurts me in the end. Dang, so I need to get it right, together. Well, don't nobody want to hear about it. About how, how horrible. Just get it, do it. You need I'm gonna to be on. I'm going to get it done. You know, so that's my exit, y'all. Yeah, it is because that ain't nothing to mess with. I go next. I'm okay. saying if it to good food places disappearing. I just found out mm. 54th Street Grill on Limburg <laughs> is being replaced by a bank. I'm still waiting on Sarah Lou to come back in the hood because they have fire shrimp. And it's like every time I like some good food, it just disappeared. Like my sister tried to take my niece there and she was like, they closing down. I say, what? You want some good shrimp? You got to go to, uh, yeah. what's that place in Baden? Some uh, player. Playboy. Playboy. Yeah, you're going to be there for two hours waiting. And that shrimp. Oh, but that shrimp oh, is huge. Yeah. Shrimp, we got to go when you come here, homie. No, I'm not coming here. Oh, forget it's all these places closing saying? down. I'm going to hang up on her. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> 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 Y'all ain't no good. Uh, um... Okay, it's my turn. I want to say effort to. I feel like I don't be knowing. I need to be more prepared with my efforts because it be so much, and I be trying to like whatever I say effort to. I really be trying to effort, like you know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> 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 I try not to. I think for this week, I want to say effort to, and I think I've said this before, but just generational curses, like I said. I've been learning a lot by asking my mom questions and just, and even I talked to my dad's mom like last week and she was telling me some stuff and to see the similarities, I could sit here and dwell on it and be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, but I could change. I could make a change and I could be a better person. And then also an extra effort to just worrying about, my timeline and the reason i said is because i've been having this timeline? baby timeline oh. like i've been having a lot of baby fever oh say it again friend and i don't uh -oh. know why because y'all know how i be every other day where the fuck them kids girl, today but, I said I wanted a girl. ain't that crazy yeah. me to say this? i've been having a lot one. of baby fever even to the point that i have went to i spent with a, we ain't got to get into this episode but i met with a fertility doctor i know all my options and it's not that expensive um, it's part of it is not as expensive as I thought. So I, but I'm, but it's like, I don't have, you know, I'm not in a relationship. I'm not even close yeah. to being in one. If I decided to have a baby on my own, I really going to have to say fuck it to whatever my timeline is to do that. And what other people okay. are going to think. I just mm -hmm. kind of have to do it. If that's women what do I want have to do. a time period because do. men can keep popping in their 80s, but our eggs oh, are I'm going to have to give y'all the full breakdown for that. We too. Okay. Talk about After that the show, yeah. Because she yeah. told me. But yeah, so effort to generational curses, I could be better. I don't have to end up, like, not saying my parents or anything bad, but I can change how that is. Yeah. And effort to just people try to give me a time on what I should or should not do. There's thing I can still have yet? a kid. I can still. I don't really. We got. We talk about marriage in another episode, but whatever it is that I want, I can still have it. Yeah. I just gotta figure out how to get. It. So those are my efforts. Oh, that was good, y'all. That was good, y'all. Yeah, give, give us a round of applause. Yeah. Yeah. Round of applause, baby. <laughs> 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 
cannot mm. say you at all at all. All so right, we are so, coming to. Oh. No, go ahead. No, I was gonna say we coming to an end, right? Yeah, we coming yeah. to an end. It's time for us to play our little song. So this week I did choose Pharrell Williams, Happy. <laughs> Just like a kid bop song. I wanted to say that, but I was like, let me let her have it. You know, I like it because with so it's, positive. Yeah, it's very positive and uplifting with so much negativity every time I turn on the TV, every time I get on social media. That's true. Every time I listen to this song, I just dance a little bit, y'all. Just dance a little bit. But we've been talking about some negative heavy stuff. Oh, and before you play it, I just want to say, are you already played it? No, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> I just want to say, like, I'm just so happy that, like, we got this episode out the way, child. Clap it up for us. Yeah. Yay. Yeah, I really hope, you know, we're doing this because as friends, we just always have conversations and we just feel like we need to bring other people in because it's entertaining and it's helpful. Yeah. And why not? So I hope that listen everyone enjoyed. Us. Right. Listen to us, download it, share it. Hey. And we got bigger and better things coming. Um, so yeah. But you're gonna play us out with this happy child. Happy homie. Hey, hey, hey. Like hey. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even Thank do it. Thank you all for tuning in this week to me and a girl. As always, like, subscribe, tell your mama, your baby mama, your auntie, <laughs> your niece, your sister. Thank y'all. Peace. Bye. I wonder if I can...